Let's try it that way. Good morning. You were supposed to see this. But because I actually was watching the clock and figured I'd fire this thing off a few seconds early, you got to see me go straight to here with no mic, no setup. But you're here, so let's go ahead and get this thing done. It's Thursday, October the 6th, 2022. As I speak to you live on this video, or as you're hearing the recording and being done, this is things you might not have heard for this day, which technically yesterday and these are going to be eight stories that were posted for the last 30 hours or so in our social media feeds for the conversation project that you vetted as worthy of chatting about worthy of being into the stories that you think were cool now caveat we'll talk about a little bit of frustration and some some comments to the contrary on uh some stories that were not covered we'll talk about that towards the end of this thing but for right now we're trying to tighten things up get things going so for today we have eight stories eight out of 15 potential stories that you deemed as conversational one of those will mean absolutely nothing to you at all on purpose I, I understand that but you'll get to it we'll kind of explain why I think it's a bit bigger than it than it may be this is a tertiary news source. We aren't your main source of news, but we like to call ourselves your news side piece, giving you some stories that you might have missed that isn't in the deep coverage that you get from MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, or even Newsmax, because Newsmax, they crazy over there. Let's get into those stories. Make sure you stop by our main website, which is, of course, this is a conversationproject.com, so you can see more about what goes on behind the scenes and what will be going on in front of the scenes, hopefully fairly soon. Let's start off with story number one. This story was teased yesterday, and of course, it was going up there. And I'm going to go into the caveat in a second with this one, so because it's here. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce lawyers, report says. As we teased yesterday, talked about the tease yesterday, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have not been seen together in a lot of things lately because they're beefing over their marriage. Giselle, who is actually much, much richer and was much more accomplished than he was, and kind of still is it's a bit upset that she's walking around watching this guy throw the balls around when she should be out there supermodeling doing stuff because she's raising kids there's also a little bit of heat between giselle and tom brady's other super hot ex-model girlfriend who was pregnant at the time when he married this super hot model um hottie girlfriend now wife and the fact that um the the other one who has the older son his older son is from another relationship but not, not by much, uh, that there's beef between stepson and stepmom. Like he doesn't want to call her stepmom or something. It's it's all sort of weirdness between um, the other baby mama who happens to be a supermodel person. It's the sort of things that none of us real people get a chance to, to experience, but we get a chance to see in real life. And because he's Tom Brady and his job is football, nobody really cares because he's Tom Brady and his job is football and he has this beautiful wife and everything looks good on the outside. But as the facade is breaking apart, uh, there's some beef going on. There may have been even other actual real problems domestically with the two. Um, and and I, I don't say that lightly, but it, the, the, it plays out in the typical story you see in some sort of really bad rom-com where the husband is going through law school or something like that and, or med school or whatnot. And the wife works to support the family at the time. And then once the person finalizes and gets done with their, 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 their schooling and makes big money, 
there's divorce. This is literally the the um, the plot to the, the the sitcom Reba, which my wife, who's watching right now, I know she totally adores. This is literally the, the plot to Reba. Reba was putting her husband through through med school. Uh, he gets through med school, and then they get divorced, and he marries the uh, some his secretary or something. It's as cliche as it sounds. This is a thing now. What I did not talk about yesterday, which was actually one of the stories that were up for contention, was the divorce of Tia Maori. And I didn't because it got axed out for other things. This was a choice thing. As we've been saying, we're trying to tighten this thing up and do more consistently shorter things to keep the time in line. And so, unfortunately, this one was one that may have made it, but got cut because of time and story-wise, if you will. Also, we knew Tom Brady was coming. So there was that. Let's move on to story number two. That one's a little long. Well, let's quick this much quicker because it's pretty easy to go through. North Korea fires more missiles at as tensions rise around Korean Peninsula. North Korea doesn't think it's getting enough love from anybody, so it's acting out right now, firing missiles like crazy, and also now fi uh, flying planes near the border of South Korea, finding their warplanes around there, just so they can make sure people know that they're still there, they're still ready to be a menace. Now, many people are saying this is the fault of China and Russia, who are propping these guys up and letting them get away with stuff, and China and Russia, of course, saying this is the fault of the United States for trying to act like they own everything. Both can actually be true in this sense, but in the meantime, the people of North Korea are dealing with this, you know, in their own little crazy way. And the leadership in North Korea, in its own crazy way, is, you know, trying its best to stay relevant in the world to show the people what's going on. It is, after all, North Korea. Kremlin says annexation and retreat are not a contradiction amid Ukrainian secession. Very quick on this one. Remember, uh, Vladimir Putin held some referendums, told the Ukrainian people in four provinces, about 25% of Ukraine, where they were occupying at the time they started, uh, that why don't you guys vote to see if you want to be part of Russia? And then there were voting where there was 97% um, approval, 3% margin error. So basically 100% of the people who showed up to vote, which may have not actually even happened, said, yeah, we want to be a part of Russia. And then the day that they started uh, doing the official signing of paperwork, the Ukrainians came in and overtake a big, ch big chunks of those lands. And so the Kremlin, the spokespeople for Russia, are saying the fact that they're annexations going on, they're, they're annexing this land while the Russian soldiers are actually retreating from the land is not a contradiction. It just is what it is. Do not pay attention to what's going over here because what's going over here is what's important, although what's going over here is the sneaky stuff. Slide of hand. Plain old propaganda. Straight up lies. Scooby-Doo confirms Velma is a lesbian in new movie. Now, this is going to hurt my daughter, uh, you know, JJ, because she's pretty sure she's shipping um, Velma and Shaggy for the rest of her life. But apparently, uh, all your people's wildest dreams and desires have come true. It's no longer uh, just kind of whispered and hushed. I don't know if it was meant to be. I think we just sort of willed it to our own self. But Velma is now... Not exactly coming out, but confirming herself to have feelings for female characters in the upcoming Scooby-Doo movie for this Halloween. Uh, you can see clips of her, you know, fawning over a character going on. Uh, you can see the live action Velma being sort of teasing this thing because it's being cheesy. But uh, Scooby-Doo is confirming via swoons, if you will, that Velma has feelings for other ladies. 
are we ready for it, people? Well, let's back up for a second and think about the adults who are watching Scooby-Doo and have been watching it. Uh, my age, not when it originally came out, you know, in the early 70s, where it was a little little too early uh, for us. But as we picked it up in the late 70s and 80s and things like that and took Scooby-Doo as our own, if you will, um, people of our age are, you can say, more progressive, more more open. And the younger people, the Gen Y, Gen Zers, millennials, uh, they're all about this stuff. Like I said, the, the older folks are kind of cranky and the kids not quite ready for uh, JJ to be watching Velma have her um, lesbian crushes. However, it is what it is. It, it's still a children's thing played up for children's stuff. Um, and some of the progressive stuff in there does get a little weird when you can't really explain it. But there's nothing wrong with it. If Velma's going to love other women and let Velma love who Velma love. As long as Scooby and Shaggy are munching down Scooby snacks like crazy, nobody really is going to matter on this one. This one really matters, though. Alec Baldwin announces settlement with Russ shooting victim Hala Hutchins' family, filming to resume. Plain and simple. A settlement has been made with Alec Baldwin cash being paid to the family of Halia Hutchins, the lady who was killed in the accident on the scene of Russ. There are going to be no criminal charges on this one. Basically, the negligence is there, but nobody's saying there's foul play. Anything was um, totally off board, although what happened should not have happened. And the most important part to everyone, because money was put down, they're going to continue to film this movie. They're going to get back to finishing this movie so they can get something out of it. What's going to come about at the legacy of Rust will be essentially it better be a good movie, number one, or that's going to be a big part of the uh, downfall of Alec Baldwin. Number two, safety and just general the way things are handled on scenes of movies should have ratcheted up to uh, a billion times more strict going forward uh, with this thing. If anything is learned from this is the fact that safety around firearms on the movie sets is key to just everyday stuff. Uh, the second thing is money rules everything. Cash rules everything around me and around us. And cash down means this thing must be finished uh, because it is what it, what it is. This happens... Um, I won't say it very often, but in films where people, you know, lose lives or there's serious injuries, there's a mad dashes to get them finished so they can at least get something out of the production cost. If, if anything, send out a movie and take it as a loss instead of just scrap it altogether. Court declares DACA program illegal, but leaves policy intact for nearly 600,000 uh, immigrant dreamers. DACA can't exist per the rules of uh, a uh, federal court uh, striking down DACA again. So we'll see how this goes. But right now, it's not officially dead. It's still in place. So we're not going to deport 600,000 um, young people, people who are in like 30s and 40s at this point. We're not sending them all to back to where they came from tomorrow. The DACA still stays in place. The policy is still there uh, while they work out something different or some fixes for it. Uh, we will see how something different or a fix can come for this. But this is 600,000 immigrants who were brought to the United States. Yes, they are brought illegally, but they were children at the time and have lived here all their natural lives. And they don't know anything about the places where they came from. So just sending them back to the place they, they, they've been to, it just doesn't quite make sense. Plus, they're all... These aren't just people, migrants coming in to pick um, oranges and tomatoes. These are people who are working in various different industries, some of them working next to you, who are contributing great to 
the nation. What do we do with them all? I don't have answers to that. I'm not a policy guy. I'm reading you um, news stories, headlines on the internet, obviously. But there's something should be done that should make everybody happy. We shall see. Florida mayor laughs off Biden's hot mic F-bombs. Uncle Joe's down there in Florida just, you know, wilding out and just being free, you know, just doing his thing. He's shaking hands. He's talking to folks. He says we will build this thing back even better than the other guy did. And he's talking to um, just people. There's a clip going around of him chatting up with a mayor of one of the towns out there. He's got his floppy hat on. He's mayor's doing his thing. Biden's, you know, got his stripy shirt that looks bad on camera. And there's a mic nearby or there's a camera on them with the with the with the mic on it uh that that's picking up the sound and and so you know he's basically just kind of going on you're going to take you know thank you mr biden whatever yeah 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 yeah. you know i'm here to take care of stuff and nobody f's with f's with a biden bam somebody go get your boy jill jill get your boy uh he's out here um He's out here uh, uh, causing issues, being being Uncle Joe again. We don't need Uncle Joe again. We need President Biden to take care of things. Now, this is one that's going to mean very little to the bulk of people out there, but people in the circles will kind of get to know this. BET founder uh, endorses businessman Steve Landers for Little Rock Mayor. Why is the founder of BET, uh, you know, dealing with Little Rock uh, uh Little Rock politics, Arkansas politics. Well, actually, here's the thing. He's actually a, a, a well, he's a business person. He's a billionaire, and he's been doing a lot of business here in town in Central Arkansas for quite some time. He launched a minor cable TV network that folded out of here. Another minor table newsy thing that folded out of here, and he's been working with Steve Landers, who is a big time business person, uh, the 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 largest in many ways pun intended, uh, a car sales dealer here in central Arkansas. Uh, his name is all over everything as Steve Landers, this car dealer. And now his name's all over everything as Steve Landers, possible mayor candidate. He's also running against a black guy, the first black mayor from Little Rock who made his history on that one, who's having some issues because it seems like the black guy can crony just as well as the white guys, except they're croning with the black guys. And that makes the white guys not so happy. That's my take on that but that's my take because my eyes are open i see things now the founder um, of of this this big guy with lots of money the bt founder uh is pouring his support to steve landers will that make a difference we shall see are we caring about what a guy that lives in north in south carolina who's a billionaire uh looks for stuff and here's the key part of this will the um caucasian population use this as justification to vote against the black guy because that's what it's turning to it's the rich white guy and the black guy. We shall see how this plays out. This may not be Oz and Fetterman. This may not be uh, some sort of big time. Uh, it's, it's not Karen Bass in, in L.A. This may not be the largest uh, race in the world with all this big money going on. But here in the capital city of Little Rock, Arkansas, and here in Central Arkansas itself, there's a lot of drama going into stuff, including uh, literally a, a, a concert uh, festival that was supposed to start tomorrow that got canceled yesterday because of some shenanigans that probably should not have happened. Check out Little Rock. We can crony just as well as anybody else. We can do it. Yes, we can. We can do it. And see what's going on, what happens. It's going to be bonkers if Steve Landers makes mayor. None of you folks out there in Australia or in um, Amsterdam or in um, Mexico care about this. But maybe you should. Now, let's go to our teaser story for today tomorrow 
Here it is. Michigan's first snow due Thursday. That is today. Now, we're not talking about, you know, crippling snow. We're just talking about, you know, flurries and flakes. But the city of uh, Marquette may see snow sometime tonight. It's October the 6th, and we're already getting snow. Not much. But snow is snow, and I hate it. I want to be nowhere near near there. Do we talk about this one tomorrow? We'll see, basically, if snow happens. But you can chat up any story you want to, anyone that you deem is necessary. This would include it. It posted about 15 minutes ago. By going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is conversation project and twitter.com slash THM's World Conversation. As you see, our stories posted every 50 minutes or so on our feeds. Engage, like them, love them, hate them, share them. The more you engage with them, better chance to get to be voted up. Uh, we take on Tuesday through Thursday the top 15 stories out of 30 to 33 or so stories uh, posted in today. And we pick from those stories eight stories that do the best narrative going on. Now, today, the Steve Lander story may not be the best narrative, but for folks who are watching me local, it's a pretty big deal. So I want to put some flavor into that one. A bit, Another bit about, um, well, let's get to that. We'll get to that in just a minute. Let's go ahead and um, get the ad in so I can be free of any sort of liability. Let's see. The ad is for Zinni Optical, and Zinni Optical is going to take good care of your eyeballs because they have great glasses at great prices for everyone, for the men, for the women, for the kids. They have lenses that will block the blue light. They have lenses that will block the sunlight. They have lenses that will um, block the coming at you crashing tennis ball on a tennis court. It will be sport glasses. They have glasses that will protect your eyes from larger, even heavier things, like if you're doing construction or, or heavy yard work. They have all the glasses you're looking for at the price that you want. Pretty darn good prices. And guess what? You can send them back if you don't like them as well. They're, you don't have to spend over $100 just to have a chance to send your glasses back. That makes no sense. You can send back the glasses you don't like from Optical, but you won't because you'll love them. Now, this link here, this is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny is a affiliate link. So make sure you understand that it costs you nothing extra. But what you do get is the satisfaction of helping us out with a couple pennies back for every purchase you have. So check it out. Zenny Optical will take good care of your eyes starting now. This is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny. Check them out and have them take good care of you today. This is the conversationproject.com is our main website, the home for things you might have heard and other things brought to you by the main company, which is More Better Media LLC. What does it do? It produces pretty good media, just stuff like this uh, for your knowledge and for your um, entertainment as well. Uh, so you can learn and grow. Now, we I'm going to go ahead and use this time here to address. Uh, well, number, go to the website. You can find links to our YouTube page. If you're not watching on YouTube, links to our Facebook page and our feeds, links to other sponsors and other partnerships opportunities. This is how I you know, ask you. This is my ask. If you're getting uh, great um, value from this thing, uh, click the partnerships page or go to the sponsors page and help us out. Keep things going. Now, the 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 other beef I got yesterday was I did not cover the death of um, Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter. And I had it posted in the feeds and that story, unfortunately, did not make it in the top 15. It was not in range to talk about, so we didn't talk about it. Sometimes I'll bring up things like that. I bring up Brittany Griner often because she should be brought up. Uh, but but Loretta Lynn did not make it into the link. Tia Maori did, she got cut. 
Um, the other one did not make it into the actual um, rating, the, 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 the realm of stories to pick for, and that happens. As we know, we go through a lot of stories to try to get the best ones, best story-wise, and we're doing our best to do that and keep time under 20 minutes, breaking that law today because we're hitting 20 minutes now. But this is what we're doing. If there's stories that you think I'm missing that I should be talking about, put them in the chat. Chat about something that um, I, I should I should have probably checked into. And maybe if it's still relevant or if it's developing, we can put it in there and put it in line and see if it happens next time. Sometimes it takes a while for some stories to gather some moss, if you will. Uh, it takes if you put something in on the far end of a day, it takes it to the other far end of the day. It takes that long to get gather any suspense. So sometimes that's how it works. But we are limited in time, even though I'm always going over. But that's how we get these things rolling for now. Even when it takes time, we'd like to do this. People enjoy this. So we're going to keep on with the birthdays. Six, October 6th birthday, I should say, for Elizabeth Shue, who is not six. She is 59 years old today. Um, growing out of a not quite Brat Pack-ish um, timeline, but going through um, stuff. I think it's Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose um, Place type stuff. And then, of course, being a star on the first season of The Boys when she was, spoiler alert, tragically killed. Amy Jo Johnson. Also, um, making you feel a bit older at 52 years old, getting her more or less flash and stardom as beginning as the Pink Power Ranger and doing plenty of other great things as well. Doing a lot of um, producing and writing uh, in the world. And I saw her at a conference, um, I believe, a year and a half ago, two years ago. So so she's got plenty of conference uh, juice going on. She is 52 years old on the day. Actor Jeremy Sisto with his voice that kind of goes like this and a stare. That's not really a stare, but he's 48 years old on the day. Today, we're highlighting Depression Screening Day. And even though we've gone quite long today, I want to take a moment to go deep into this one. Um, if you don't know, if you're not picked up on some things before, I am a person who suffers from depression and actually pretty serious depression, if you will. And it's something that I've dealt with for quite some time. Most of it that time, um, unchecked, undiagnosed, just sort of saying, oh, well, I'll figure out, do whatever. And I'm the strong friend that everybody knows that basically shoves off any sort of help. So there's, there's that. Depression screening day is a day where you take some time to see what's going on. If you're a person who seems like you're down in the dumps way too much, or you know someone who seems like they're down in the dumps way too much and is waving off help, this is not the time to drag them by the arm and take them to go see a doctor. This is a time to just Talk about it. Get a screening. Schedule a screening. See, uh, see what you knew about what's going on. It was literally at a screening that just sort of popped up in my timeline at um, my local hospital that I, for some reason, had a window at work to go go to that I went to when I got my official diagnosis and get started working on some things to help what things going on. It's been um, it's been a few years. I don't know about about seven eight years or so since it's happened, and I've learned to deal with my issues much better. Your mileage may vary on how much better they've been dealt with, but trust me, I've been dealing with my issues much better since the screening and since having an actual diagnosis. Maybe you go and you find you don't have a diagnosis of actual depression. That doesn't mean you're not depressed in some cases. That doesn't mean you have a lot of things, not have a lot of things going on. It just means you might need to go and see if, if you can have the excuse, if you will, the blame, the label to work on as opposed to just going through stuff down the dumps. It's not a bad thing. It is a thing. In fact, there is a recent, like as in a few days ago, a survey that came out uh, that said nine in 10 people think America have a, a mental health problem. 
margin of error. That means 100% of people in America thinks we have a mental health problem. The best you can do for you is to figure out if you think you have that problem, go figure out what it is and try to address it. It won't be easy. It will be hard and you will not like the process. Many parts of the process, not a fan of, but it's, it gets better. It always gets better. And finally, Mortal Kombat turns 30 this week, October the 8th. That comes up in days. So about Friday or Saturday, uh, the Mortal Kombat game, Midway Games released the Mortal Kombat arcade game in North America. It features bloody fatalities, digitized characters, and started a franchise of games and movie. Mortal, Mortal, movies. Mortal Kombat was adapted into three major motion pictures. That'd be Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and the reboot that came out in 2021, the sequel to that in development. There was also... Uh, a TV show uh, version of Mortal Kombat and comic books and various different uh, versions of the um, of the video game going forward yeah, as, it, as it's evolved uh, going forward. Mortal Kombat making you feel really old. This week, back in the day, it showed up in the arcade when we went to arcades and uh, was a coin stealer for many of folks with the very poorly digitized person people in the bad Johnny Cage doing the splits and stuff like that. It's been revolutionized going forward, but um, it was a hit going basically uh, taking the vibe from Street Fighter and taking it you know, up in the ante by a bunch. With that, we're downing the ante by a bunch by wrapping things up a little late. We're sorry, but this has been things you might have heard for Thursday, October the 6th, 2022. The podcast, if you are a podcast person and you're listening to it right now, uh, we'll come down in about 10 minutes. Weird how that's being said. If you're listening to it, it's already down. But uh, we're going to take we take the video, we trim it up, and we upload it to the podcast first. And you'll get that in the podcast if you want to. So stop our website if you'd rather get the podcast. That's no face, but all voice. Or you can see the replay of the video via the links from our uh, newsletter and uh, things as well. Make sure you are staying hydrated, staying limber and staying on task for all the great things you need to do today is depression screening day if you've been wondering what's going on with you today might be a good day to make a phone call set up an appointment go through a um a checklist to see how you're feeling and may maybe take that next step and if the next step is just opening up a, a website with a checklist that's a pretty good step on its own in the meantime thank you so much for being a part of what's going on if there are stories that you think we should have covered in the last day or so uh Drop the story link, drop the story idea, drop the uh, people involved in the comments wherever you're seeing this, and we'll see if we can recycle them back into the next day. In the meantime, there are more stories being posted right now to get us through this Thursday for a Friday edition of this whole shebang. So let's prepare for it. Be back with you. Come tomorrow, wrap the week out of a pretty good week. <laughs>